There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Tiana. Yes. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. All right, Tiana, here are the three headlines. Two fake, one real. You get the real headline. You're going to Papa John's to eat some pizza. Is the real headline A, Don Mattingly's son drunkenly crashed his car and then drove straight to the dealership to try to sell it? Is it B, a car thief was released from jail and was arrested again after trying to steal a car in the jail parking lot? Or is it C, the Cincinnati Reds beat the Boston Red Sox yesterday for the first time since 1975? It is C. It is C. It's also A and B. I had to put C in there because it was such a big deal. Yes, I heard it on the news this morning. There you go. But I'll start with story A. Drinking can impair your judgment and drinking a lot can impair your judgment a lot. Police in Evansville, Indiana, started getting 911 calls about a drunk driver on Monday afternoon. Witnesses said an SUV was driving erratically on a highway and crashed into the median. The crash caused a flat tire and the car started to smoke, but the driver kept going even when the tire fell off. He eventually stopped at a car dealership where people said he looked super drunk. The employees at the car dealership say he was trying to sell his now-damaged SUV. Oh, no. (laughs) Police showed up, identified the driver as 30-year-old Jordan Mattingly. He is the son of former Major League Baseball star Don Mattingly, who's currently the manager of the Miami Marlins. Officers say Jordan smelled of alcohol and almost fell several times. He had some white claw in the SUV. He got drunk on white claw. Sure did. <laughs> uh, blew a .291 on a breathalyzer. Dang. That is three and a half times the legal limit there. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? If so, okay, so if someone gets arrested for stealing a car, what do you think they're thinking about in jail? You think they're regretting what they've done, or maybe they're thinking about the next car they're going to steal? <laughs> Well, a 21-year-old man in Nevada named Aiden Crowley was released from jail on Saturday after he'd been released for vehicle burglary the day before. Uh, It's unclear what the specifics of that case were, but Aiden apparently didn't have a ride home. So he attempted to steal another car in the jail parking lot. That's just really dumb. 
The Washoe County Sheriff says that Aiden was caught in the parking lot inside of a vehicle that did not belong to him, so he was arrested again. The sheriff is reminding all citizens to lock the doors on their vehicle when unoccupied and to remove all valuables from the view of would-be thieves, even in jail parking lots. And to your story about the Reds, yeah, the Reds in Boston last night playing at Fenway Park. Uh, Look at this. Luis Castillo struck out 10 while pitching six innings of one-hit ball in the Cincinnati Reds beating Boston 2-1. to for their first victory at Fenway since Game 7 of the 1975 World Series. So it's the first win at Fenway Park in 50 years. That's crazy to think about. We don't really play them too often because they're a different league, but how's that yeah. feel for you, Jeff? I mean, just a legendary baseball stadium in general. And oh, yeah. No, I think it's two cool. His historic teams play together. You know, and I thought about calling my sister and saying, you know, if you're going to get a Red Sox game, tonight might be the night because history <laughs> may be made there, and then I didn't. I, it's a weird statistic that you don't even think of that they haven't won. You know what I mean? Since 1975. Yeah, it's I mean so they wild. don't they don't meet up very often because right. you know they're, they're American not, yeah. League and we're but National still, League. But it's uh, nuts. Red Sox are now 12 and two against the Reds in interleague play, winning <laughs> each of the previous nine games in the first five of Fenway Park. But yeah, they they met in the 1975 World Series, which Cincinnati won in seven games one day after. Carlton Fisk's famous arm-waving 12th-inning homer in Game 6 that we've all seen a million times on TV. And I think our runs last night scored because of errors by the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> like they overthrew the pitch or Well, whatever. they overthrew the pitch and it went into, like, the camera bay. And then Score! back out and then they over... Yeah, it's like, whatever we got to do to get it done, right? We're right? having a bad night. Uh, okay. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, how to live longer? Drink more coffee. We'll talk about it. Plus, the next supply chain shortage? Movie theater popcorn. We'll explain. Plus... Uh, looking ahead, Swedengate. Have you heard of Swedengate? No. What uh-uh. is it? The latest trend with respect to house guests. We'll talk about it. The rest of the day's news that didn't make the news coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. In the meantime, Denise Johnson is standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> comes to windows, doors, roofing, siding, and gutters, I'm a fan of Universal Windows Direct. And right now, when you buy one window, you'll get one free. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com or call 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Uh, so there have been studies... 
that have said coffee drinking is good for you. Uh, but usually when that's the case, they note that it's for regular coffee, not sugary coffee. Like not the dessert drinks. Right. Yeah. Not these like heavily sugary. Creamy. Filled with all kinds of fattening cream in them. Uh, but researchers in China studied more than 170,000 people in the UK over over the course of seven years. And they found that moderate consumption of coffee, unsweetened and sugar-sweetened, were associated with a lower risk of death. So it it the sugar didn't seem to impact. Just, just drinking the coffee was, I guess, the important thing. The average age of the people in the study was 56. Hmm. And at the beginning, all the participants were healthy with without known cardiovascular disease or cancer. And for the record, this was conducted in the decade before the pandemic. But the people who drank, uh, let's see, the people who drank one and a half to three and a half cups of unsweetened coffee regularly were 15 to 21 percent less likely to die than those who did not. That's about what I drink every day, roughly. But listen to this. The people who drank lightly sweetened coffee every day were 29 to 31% less likely to die. So about the same as you guys. Yeah, so lightly sweetened on average was one spoonful of sugar. Just one. So one teaspoon of sugar. So one Jen, teaspoon of real sugar. Jen's regular eight and eight. No, that's not going to come. That would not. <laughs> I mean, you think that's bad. My mother used to get 10 and 10, no joke. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like a milkshake, dude. That's what I told her. We it's would like have these milkshake. arguments. She's like, hey, I'm, you know, 70, 80, whatever years old she was. She's like, I've earned the rent. I can drink what I want when I want. And that's real sugar, too, by the way. We should mention none of the... Uh, Artificial sweeteners. No. Uh, The results, I have to say, about the artificial sweeteners were inconclusive. So can't give you any data on that. Uh, But let's talk about the supply chain shortage. I just heard a news item. I don't know. It might have been here. might have been somewhere else. That uh, Oh, I was on the Today Show this morning. They were talking about how China is now once again climbing itself out of yet another manufacturing shutdown due to COVID, which means that we might start to see a light at the end of the tunnel with some of these supply chain shortages mm. that we've been dealing with. And it's the, often the most random items that suddenly can't find, you know, whether it's, I don't know, canned cat food or in this case now, movie theater popcorn. The Wall Street Journal reporting this morning that movie theater chains are worried that supply chain issues will lead to a popcorn shortage later this summer in movie theaters. An executive from a popcorn supplier says supply is going to be tight, partially because they're having to pay farmers more to keep popcorn growing rather than switching to more lucrative crops like soybeans. If the shortfall happens, it could really hurt theaters already dealing with staffing issues and inflation. Uh, they need to profit from concessions. Uh, when I worked in movie theaters, I the, I remember, uh, you know, my boss, my division manager and the vice president of concessions, they used to always drill into our heads Push the concessions, push the concessions. We only make 5% off of each movie ticket price because we pay so much to the studios and the distributors. 
that the only way we really make money is through concessions. That's why we're charging $5.25 for a little tiny thing of popcorn or sometimes even more than that. Mm-hmm. I got a um, combo meal when I went to see <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. And so it came with a small popcorn, a small drink, and a bag of peanut butter M&M's. What did that run you? 20 bucks. Holy mackerel. $20 and some change. Yeah. I was, you know, splurging because I was at the movie, but... That's a lot. I'm not a big movie guy, but we go once or twice a year, and it's the only time that I eat Reese's Pieces. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Or same. snow caps. Right. Peanut butter cups. Yeah. Or raisinets or yeah. goobers. I love all those yes. things, but I seem Jesus. to only have them at the at movie. At the theater, yeah. Because yeah. you're not going to walk in a you know, store and be like, let's get some raisinets. <laughs> right. It's so true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's not just the popcorn itself. Movie theaters are also struggling to get the to get those special bags for popcorn, like with the sheen linings that keep the butter from seeping oh, out. Oh wow, yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, that's important, right? They're gonna only sell those big, big buckets. You don't want it all over yourself. Of course, even if theaters are able to keep the kernels popping, this could mean they're gonna need to charge even more for it. Uh, But let's talk about the summer besides going to the movie, just being outside Memorial Day. We kind of consider that the unofficial start of summer. So here's a question. If you could choose, would you want this summer to be milder and cooler than usual? Or do you want it totally sweltering? I was surprised at how many people chose the second one. They talked to 30,000 Americans. They polled them, and one out of seven hope it's actually hotter than usual this year. And that includes one out of seven people in the South and one out of eight here in the Midwest. But overall, about 14% are hoping it's hotter than usual. Some people just like that heat, man. I'll take 85 low humidity. I'm good with that. I'm good with that, too. I'll do anything from 80 to 85 to 95. Mm -hmm. Like, I like it hot because I like the way it feels on my skin. But But when I I can't breathe, I'm like, oh. I thought about it this yesterday. I was like, I walked outside after work and I was like, oh, that feels so good. Yes. But then I'm like, does it only feel that good because it's. Like frigid in the radio it's, station. Yeah, like, Antarctica it's my, in here. It's my body going, thank you. I don't know, but even this morning when I left the house with jeans on, I was like, man, it feels kind of thick out here. When I when I lived in Sacramento, California, Sacramento was in Northern California. It's east of San Francisco, and Sacramento sits in a valley. So during the summertime, it gets ass hot there like 105 106 or regular highs in sacramento during the summertime and then the winters are just more just more foggy and kind of damp mm-hmm. but they don't get too cold but those summers can be sweltering the thing about it is though when i lived there it was totally tolerable because it really was a dry heat it mm-hmm. for me it is the humidity and you hear people say that all the time it's not the heat it's the humidity well maybe for people it's for some people it's both but I don't know. I found it pretty tolerable. The crazy thing was I'd get off work at right around 6, and a buddy of mine and I would sometimes hop in the car after work, and we would drive from Sacramento on these summer hot 105, 106-degree days. We would drive to San Francisco to watch a night game at Candlestick Park, watch the Giants play, and we'd be freezing in the stands. It'd be like 55, 60 oh, yeah. degrees because you're getting that Bay You're air. getting that bay breeze. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember the first time I went to San Francisco, it was in August. And, you know, we were like packing shorts and tank tops and the whole nine. And I had to buy one of those like sweatshirts on the side of the road because we were freezing. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. And, you know, some weather conditions actually make you less productive at work. 
in fact, the majority of Americans say weather outside can affect how productive we are at work, even if your work is at a desk. So what does the perfect working weather look like? According to this new survey, it is slightly cool outside with clear blue skies. But, and then they were asked to name like the top weather conditions that make them more productive and less productive. Less productive is if it's a nice day outside, right? Uh, less productive would be heavy rain, thunder, mm. temperatures below freezing, snow, and when it's way too hot out. I was going to say when it's way hot, like yesterday. So we're we're redoing some of our house. So they're doing tile work and cabinets are going in. And so they're doing drywall, which means they're sanding mud, right? And there's dust everywhere. So we don't have the air on right now because that's just going to blow all that dust everywhere in our house. Yeah, and you're going to end up cleaning like crazy. Correct. So we're also living in the basement while this is all happening. It's part, partly finished. So we, you know, we're doing okay. And it's cooler down there. But yesterday it was hot. And I'm laying there with my man boobs hanging out, mm-hmm. the under boob sweat in my undies with the fan, box fan going. I'm like... I ain't doing nothing today. Just gotta lay there. <laughs> so doing nothing. Yeah, but if it's pretty outside, don't you feel like the same way? Like if I'm in here looking outside, going, "Man, I just wish I was out there. I don't want to work in here right now." Yeah, that's a different kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you want to go out and do something. I want to go out and do something. Yeah, but if the temperatures are slightly on the cooler side, like the, it's not perfect, but it's slightly cool. You got blue skies, warm temperatures in some cases, partly cloudy skies and light rain. Those seem to be the motivators for most people polled, saying that was a productivity boost for them. Turning our attention to food this morning, burgers and dogs. Not exactly fine dining, so this has more to do with atmosphere and how we like to socialize. But a lot of Americans hosted or went to barbecues over Memorial Day weekend. But would you have preferred to be at a restaurant instead? If you answered yes, you're actually in the minority. Uh, Someone asked 2,000 Americans what they prefer, restaurants or backyard cookouts. Mm. And the overwhelming majority of us would rather be at a barbecue with friends. The fact that it's it's a lot cheaper probably factored in too, but... Well, yeah, you could grill up those Queen City sausages. And plus, I love seeing all the sides when people Mm -hmm. bring different salads you know, oh, yeah. it's mayonnaise season right now. <laughs> yes, it is. It sure is. <laughs> the potato salads. It's so true. It ha- everything has either mayonnaise in it or some form of sour cream <laughs> right. or Greek yogurt. <laughs> it's the best. We're all about backyard barbecues and uh, movie theater popcorn because we want <laughs> what we can't have. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.